Hello, hello everyone. Hi. Welcome to episode two of Shoujo's Bizarre Adventure, the Shoujo podcast for by Otaku Women for Otaku Women. Also for everyone else, too. It is for everyone as well. Uh, I am your host, Stella Luna, and I'm here with Oh wait. I didn't unmute you, apparently. Wait, wait. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and I'm here with Laura Nisseth. Hello. I, apparently everyone. I, I hit the wrong button, I guess. I don't know. I was trying to unmute you and then that just didn't happen. But uh hi. Yeah, I'm excited for today's episode too. Um we had a little bit of tech issues beforehand. Um, as in uh Lauda doesn't have internet right now, so uh I I'm apologies for her being on her phone. <laughs> Yeah, I literally, my power went out just like five minutes before three o'clock. So, yeah. uh, thanks to T-Mobile, not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, not sponsored, not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's happened to me before, actually. I've actually had the internet go out on me right before I was about to stream. And it's the worst feeling in the world because it's like, wow, I was ready for this. And then all of a sudden, the universe decided to be like, Haha, no, you're not. Yep. And I literally spent like a few hours trying to figure out the microphone issue and then the yep. internet went down. Yep. It didn't matter. In the end, it didn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm really excited for today's episode. Finally, an actual topic than introducing ourselves like last week. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, this week. And we... this one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We were this episode. We've been talking about this idea for a while. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this this episode, uh, we're talking about the one, the only, Tuxedo Mask! Yay, claps, 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 claps. Because uh, we, got, we, got, we got our thoughts. We got our thoughts because uh, the internet tends to not like our man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially TikTok. Yeah, especially TikTok. The hate that I have seen for this man is unwarranted and not needed. Mm-hmm. Well, because like completely agree. Because okay, here's the thing with tuxedo mask is that everyone tends to just default on the '90s anime, just the '90s anime. Which, by the way, uh, if you didn't know, the '90s anime changed so much from the manga, even down to like characters, like characters and who they are and their personalities. <clears throat> I'm looking mm -hmm. at you, right, <coughs> Sailor Mars. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yep. And Tuxedo Mask is no exception to this. He was changed outright. He, I feel like he was changed the most. And another thing that people tend to forget, especially like newer fans, is that the 90s series, when it started, the manga was still ongoing. Yes. So yes. they were stuck kind of waiting around for Naoko to like finish writing, but they didn't. They didn't really wait around because, I mean, season two was completely made up for the anime while yeah, she was the, still the, writing. Yeah, the arc between, between like, the Doomtree arc, I think it's called. The Doomtree mm -hmm. arc is completely made up. Like, Alan and Anne are completely made-up characters. I mean, for heaven's sakes, they just reused Alan's goddamn design for the movie! <laughs> yep. Like, it's the same design! 
Like, I, I remember being so confused because I was like, why is the same character here? Like, he's got his teal hair. He's got the pink streak. He's got, like, the green tint, like, tint skin. And he's got, like, the pointed ears. But he was a different character in the <laughs> Sailor Moon R movie. Like, I mean, uh, this is going to be a whole other episode. Yes. Because we, we have our issues with the original 90s series, as nostalgic as it is, like, oh my Don't get God. me wrong. I do, I do appreciate the old 90s anime. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do enjoy it. I do like it. Um, but they've done so many characters dirty, and specifically Tuxedo Mask. One of my biggest things that I hate is the fact that they aged him up. And then everybody calls him a groomer. And I'm like, the boy was 16 in the original. He wasn't a college student. He was 16. He was still a baby. He was a boy. Yeah. He was a child. (laughs) He was, yeah, he was a child himself. And like, I don't understand why they aged him up. Like, I have no clue why they would do something like that. Because it's like, like... I mean, I I get it, but I don't get it. If it, first of all, like I I understand from a young girl's point of view, having an older boyfriend is like, especially during that time, was like, ah oh, yes, an older boyfriend. We love that. We we want we want someone older and mature and blah blah blah. Those are force fed lies given to us as children. But you know what? Mm-hmm. It's it's that's another topic for another time, right? So aging him up. Like, probably that was a big reason why is because it was just kind of a common thing to have. Like, you wanted an older boyfriend, and so they made him older. And, you know, because apparently two years is not enough. <laughs> two years is, is not enough <laughs> of uh-huh. an age gap. Um, it, we got to make it, like, four or five. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I don't know how old. I know he was college, but I don't know how, like, specifically how old he was in the 90s anime. People People keep saying that it was 18, but a lot of the characteristics were not uh, they were not 18 year old appropriate no he had a motorcycle he had like a luxury condo like he was a full-grown adult and at least the way he was presented in the anime yeah at least yeah it was not acting like a young adult he was acting like a grown adult yes and that was that was bothersome in a lot of ways and the thing is is back in the 90s they also made him a complete a-hole like a total asshole like, he was so mean to Usagi. and For I, no reason for at no all. For no reason, you know? Like, yes, they had their, like, playful banter at the beginning of the show. You know, calls her, calls her bunhead or, you know, like, odango and, or meatball head as the, meatball head. the 90s <laughs> anime uh, dub called, called it. Which is funny, because I was talking to Jojo about this, and he was like, that's stupid. Why would they call him, call her like meatball head and i was like i don't know probably because like odango like buns are not in in the west are not the same as what we see in japan so that's probably the translation just made more sense for the Mm -hmm. meatball but like he was just such a jerk at all times and i like the thing about the about crystal and the manga is that you feel the love from from Mamadou. Mm-hmm. Like you feel he, how much he, he loves and he cares. Not to mention, they made him useless in the anime, in the 90s anime. 
completely useless. I mean, I'm sure even if you're not a Sailor Moon fan, you've seen the memes of Tuxedo Mask just throwing a rose and then just like, <laughs> that's my it. My work here is done. But yeah, you didn't do anything. <laughs> but no, like in the manga and in Crystal, he has actual powers. Like real powers. <laughs> yeah, he has actual, actual powers. And they just made him useless for the anime because, like, all he does is come in and he throws a rose. And then you also had that really weird arc in, like, the filler arc and the Doomtree arc where he became, like, the Moonlight Knight, which is basically, yes. like, I didn't know this, but there's a Marvel character called the Moon Knight. Yes, it, there and, is. And, 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 oh, my, because we were watching the show in a Discord server, like, the other night. Like, the it was, like, a couple, like, months ago now. But... Uh-huh. The fact that the guy, and now I didn't finish this, I don't know anything, but the fact that the main guy has, like, multiple personalities and he just, like, doesn't remember uh, him going into, like, the moon moon night is just, like, what happened with Tuxedo Mask. (laughs) Because, like, Mamoru doesn't remember the moon night. He doesn't even know. He has no idea about the moon night. And then, like, but he's also Tuxedo Mask. And I was like, what is happening here? Like, that made no sense to me at all. And it did not happen in the manga, this moon night. No, it didn't. I mean, the whole Doomtree arc, honestly, is like a fever dream. Like, Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually, I do like, I do like the filler arc. And I think filler arcs can be fun, right? Mm-hmm. But like... <laughs> it's just... Uh... It's so, it's so funny. But anyways, anyways, they... They made him useless. They made him have no powers or anything. And in throughout the entire thing, right? It was always like Usagi, like alternately. But like when we look at like manga and crystal, Tuxedo Mask has powers. And I remember when I was sitting down with Jojo for the first time watching Sailor Moon Crystal and he did La Smoking Bomber for the first time, Jojo flipped out. He was like, he was like, oh my god, he has powers! And I was like, yeah, he has powers! Yeah. Oh my god! He's because because his knowledge is he doesn't do anything. Like he he's powerless. Yeah, I feel yep, that's like pretty much the whole internet just thinks he's powerless. So Yeah. And like, of course, I guess we should have specified this this episode for spoilers if you hadn't seen Sailor Moon for whatever reason. <laughs> I literally told JoJo, I was like, don't listen to this because we're probably going to talk about spoilers. <laughs> probably some stuff from, from the, the fifth arc uh, as well, too. Uh, so don't mm-hmm. listen. Because he hasn't, because I've been showing him Crystal and and uh, he he doesn't know anything about Sailor Moon aside from, like, the basics, you know? Um, yeah. We're now, you know, caught up for the movie, but yeah, when he first went into did his power of less smoking bomber he flipped out because like he does have power and i think a lot of people a lot of people ask like why is there no sailor earth right because like we have all these other planets we have sailor moon but where's sailor earth and the thing that i think people tend to not realize is that in naoko's lore uh that she wrote that only people born female can be sailor senshi and so Mamoru being born male means that he could never be a sailor senshi. He could never he could never do it. But that's why he has powers though. He just can't transform into a sailor senshi. But on top of that, 
you know, you find out he also has the golden crystal, right? That he yep. he has his own crystal, the golden crystal, which is like the silver crystal, essentially. And that we find that all in season what, arc four. Yeah, the, the dream arc. arc four, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it it was such a disservice to him in the 90s anime to remove all of that for his character. Yeah, and I've seen a, uh, the thing with the 90s too. I've seen a lot of like a lot of rumors being spread because um, I've heard everything from like the producers had a stigma against Tuxedo Mask or mm-hmm. somebody in the like the director didn't like his character. Like I've just heard it all, but I've never seen anything official. But it's pretty clear that the people working behind the anime mm-hmm. just didn't really care to bring Naoko's like vision into fruition like no. completely because they changed so much of it it wasn't just tuxedo mask which i mean to her that's she basically created him as the ideal man yes like she you can really tell how much care she had for that character when you read the manga from the way she illustrates him to his dialogue like he is such a caring like character mm-hmm. and like literally the ideal man. Yeah. So to see to see the way he was presented in the 90s in comparison, it's a complete disservice. Yeah, exactly. Like I've even heard the fact that um and I, this is obviously like this is probably a rumor too because you know how rumors spread on TikTok. Anyone will see a comment and they're like, ah, it has to be true. That has to be true. I heard that the director wanted to kill off Tuxedo Mask because he didn't like him. And that wanted, like, Usagi to end up with, like, a girl or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and that he went on to doing uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena Uh and took those ideas and, and made it and put it into that. So, mm. so that's what I heard. Uh, obviously, always take everything with a grain of salt. I haven't looked into it, so I don't even know. So, if you if you think if you're gonna take this as fact, don't do that. Go look it up. I, sure, it. I, sh- I need to do it too because they, they they did the same thing for Maury and Oran High School Host Club. Ah, sorry, it just it makes me mad because someone will be like, did you know that Maury was supposed to end up with Haruhi and and Oran High School Host Club, and it's like. Where did you hear that? Oh, she said it. Where, where? Oh, it's like it's like that one rumor that always spreads around Naoko's birthday that she supposedly created Sailor Moon because she didn't have any friends, and it's been proven <laughs> completely. <laughs> it's like it's a lie. It's just made up. And it's always the same fact. photo of her too. It's always the same photo every single year for her birthday, or well, I feel like it recirculates for her birthday and also the Sailor Moon anniversary. Yep. Same picture, same yeah. quote. <laughs> the other, the other rumor too is that she's been learning how to, uh, to uh, replicate her husband's art style to, oh yeah, finish Hunter Hunter as well. Which I'm like, I don't even, I don't think that's true either. <laughs> no, I mean, it'd be kind of cute, the- but also kind of sad at the same time. Yeah, poor Naoko. Like she can't catch a break from these fake. <laughs> fake quotes that people make up for her yeah these like uh, these rumors because like mm-hmm. i don't and, and that's the thing is like 
I I'm like they've done the service to Naoko for like a whole whole slew of reasons, right? And like I think I still mm-hmm. think that tuxedo mask is that big is like a big one, just because like if she designed this character to be her perfect man, right? Which is kind of funny because she has a husband now and he's a, he's among <laughs> artists as well too, and I just kind of find that really funny. Um, <laughs> um, that that tuxedo mask is her ideal man is like the perfect man in her eyes right Mm -hmm. to see people completely dogpile on him and just rip him to shreds it's just like wild and then on top of that like people shipping oh god this is gonna start this is gonna be you guys are gonna hate this (laughs) i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it I hate the ship, Seiya and Usagi. I don't like it. I hate it, it too. I don't don't like like it. it. I don't, because people's, the reason that people ship it is because they don't like Mabadu in the 90s anime. It is the, one of the only, it's probably the sole reason people ship Seiya and Usagi. Because they're like, oh, he treated her so much better, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like. Read the manga. (laughs) Read the manga. Yes. I'm like, yeah, they completely base it on the on the 90s anime and not and not the manga. Like, come on. Yeah, which I'm excited for the movie. And I will say, like, I oh, I think I'm losing you. We're losing. We're losing you. We're losing you. Mayday. 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 Oh no! Oh no! Robot! Robot! Oh no! No! Tuxedo mask, come save me! Okay. Tuxedo <laughs> mask. But you uh, me? yeah, I can hear you now. Uh, but okay. <laughs> but like the biggest problem, like for me, is like so. I read the manga like a really long time ago, and I haven't actually like reread it just because like I want to be like surprised about things and be like, oh yeah, that's right, you know, when they happen, right? So I don't, I don't really remember the fifth, um the fifth like arc of sailor moon right a uh, very very okay, well yeah right um but i do remember the 90s and because i have watched i have watched more recently like gone through clips of like the 90s anime and one of the things that always bothered me about the ship is that when people were like oh Seiya's better Seiya's better Seiya's better be nicer all this stuff Seiya, i'm sorry but pushes usagi constantly into trying to like be with them essentially like forgetting about tuxedo mask mm-hmm. and ma- manipulating her right yeah to me it just comes off as emotional manipulation yes. like they knew exactly what the mental state of usagi was and took advantage of it mm-hmm. not to mention it's just using usagi because of their yep. love for their princess Mm-hmm. and using usagi as a coping mechanism and i'm like that's just that's just not okay i'm like it's just not okay like and and like we all know mamaru dies in in the fifth arc like he's dead right and mm-hmm. that like you know at least in the 90s anime um usagi didn't really know that he died or if she did he, yeah she she literally mentally blocked it out um, and then Seiya comes in and and tries to basically replace him. And it's part of the reason I just don't like that ship is because 
of how poorly they treated Mamoru in the 90s anime. Um, yeah. And also, like, it bothers the... Sh- like, it bothers me. I'm trying not to curse because I I want to I don't want to make this explicit because like I I'm trying really hard not to curse, but like it, this topic makes us very heated. It as does. You can it, tell. it bothers me also because I hate when I see like look you can ship whatever you want that's fine right like if you like if you like a ship that's fine. What I don't like is when people go. It should have been canon. It should have been canon. It should have been canon. Oh, Because yeah. I'm like, if it was canon, then what was the point of Sailor Moon? What was the point of the entirety of the story up until that point? Yep. It's... They are star-crossed lovers right from a different time, reincarnated, reun... Oh, fuck. I, oh, I, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. I knocked something over. Um... <laughs> I'll bleep that out. In the <laughs> um, they, okay, let me start over again. <clears throat> they are star-crossed <laughs> They are star-crossed lovers reincarnated, found each other, and love each other, and the universe tries to pull them apart constantly. They love each other, and then to come in there and be like, actually, I think Seiya should have been canon with Usagi. What do you mean? What was the point then? There would be no point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree with everything. <laughs> like I say, you can ship whatever you want, okay? That's fine. It is okay. You could ship if you ship Sayan Usagi, that's fine. If you want to indulge in your fan art and your your fan fictions and whatever, that's fine. That's okay. But like the canon comments have to stop. Yeah, I mean Sailor Moon has been over for years now. Yeah. <laughs> Seiya and Usagi will never be canon. And, Stop using fetch. It'll never happen. <laughs> and, end of discussion. It'll never happen. It's, it has always been Usagi and Mamoru. Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask. Yep. Just, just, just accept it. <laughs> Embrace it. Accept the Carfax. Show me the Carfax. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Mm. Just accept it. And I don't know. It's just, I feel like Naoko created such a beautiful love story between the two of them that I, <laughs> like, you can't really root for anyone else, it, like, but them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're endgame. They were always endgame. They were always going to be. I mean, like, there's no other way, right? Because everything else is just an obstacle. Mm-hmm. You know, and here's the thing: they wrote Mamoru so poorly that people want Usagi to end up with Prince Diamond. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh. Okay, I recently I recently made a video about this on TikTok, but yeah, the '90s version romanticized so many of their freaking villains to the point that you had Prince D- Diamond. Uh, people will romanticize that interaction. If you have watched Crystal or read the manga, he was a literal creep. He was such a creep. He was still, he Uh, was actually a creep in the 90s too. Yeah, he was also a creep, but people forget about it because they humanized him so much. Look, okay, I, I, okay, to an extent I can understand in Crystal because he's played by Miyana Mamoru and you can't, 
you can't just hand me a character vo- being voiced by me on a Mamoru and expect <laughs> me to hate him, okay? Uh, but <laughs> no, I'm I am joking. Uh, for the most part, I mean, like I do love Miyano Mamoru, and literally this is happening to me in Demon Slayer with Doma as well, because uh-huh. uh, he voices him as well, and it's really hard for me to hate a character voiced by him. But, but that doesn't take away the fact that Diamond is really a creep because he he really is. <laughs> like I'm not saying just like, no, he's a creep. <laughs> no, he's he a creep. forces that he's a he's he kidnaps Usagi. Uh, forces himself on him. Yes. Literally kisses her without her consent. Yep. And he's just so obsessed with her. Like, literally. Well, he's so obsessed with, with, uh, with Neo Queen Serenity that he's mm-hmm. willing to, I don't know, you know, kidnap the child version of her. So put that, yep. put that down. I want you to really think about that. Okay. What I just said. He was her, so undresses her, he dresses, was, her dresses yep. her up as Neo Queen Serenity while she's unconscious. Yes, she, he was so obsessed with Neo Queen Serenity that he decided to kidnap the child version, the 14, 15 year old version of her, and dress and her up, yeah, and kiss her. And people ship them, and people mm-hmm. ship them. What? If you okay, you cannot tell if you if you call Mamanu a creep and a weirdo and all that and a and a and a and a pedo, whatever, for him being older than Usagi, I don't want to hear anything from I'm so it's so hard not to curse. I don't want to hear anything from you about Prince Diamond. Because if you ship them, you're you are a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. You are a oh, yeah. hypocrite. Pretty much. And I know some people might be like, no, like that can't be real. Like people still don't do like they don't ship them together. I literally because I have I'm in a few of the Sailor Moon Facebook groups. Yeah. So they often do like all these polls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Literally, like last week, there was a poll about like who people prefer to ship Usagi with. Yes. And Prince Diamond was literally one of the options and people were voting for him. Of course they were. Adult fans. We're voting for him. It's because they don't think about. Yeah, they let don't that, actually think about his age. Don't let that sink in. Yeah, let that sink in. He's been waiting at the door for a while. Uh huh. <laughs> so it's just uh. That's one of the I that I I would say that's the worship for Usagi out of all of them. Oh yeah, hands down, that one is the worst. <laughs> like, look, like I understand some of the other ships, right? And I am a full believer that Usagi is a bicon, right? She is a bicon. Uh, so oh, you yeah. know, her being shipped with women as well, totally valid and acceptable, right? Um, but mm-hmm. Diamond is the worst ship out of all of them, every single one of them. And like, mm-hmm. look, if you like your problematic ships. Whatever, right? But I just don't like seeing the the hypocrisy is what I don't like seeing, right? I mean, to be fair, I just yeah. realized that the, there that hip, 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 hypocrisy <laughs> it's it's hypocritical. I just realized how hypocritical it was just right now when I was just when I was yelling about it. Uh, that was a recent thought in that moment. You literally saw the or heard the cogs turning in my brain because uh, I didn't even think about that until just now. But uh, that that's yeah. Well, that's going up on the TikTok. We're clipping that. We're make we're putting that in on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you 
just you wait. It'll be it'll be a TikTok here soon, because uh, it's it's such a valid point. Uh, the other mm-hmm. the other ship though that is for Usagi, uh, I see a lot of is Uranus actually. Yeah, I, I have seen that one. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. Who doesn't yeah. like Uranus though? <laughs> Let's be yeah. <laughs> I mean that one. I'm not. I'm not completely mad because it's Uranus. <laughs> Let's talk about still... the the weird kind of like shipping that was happening. The weird kind of dynamic that like. Uranus, Neptune, Usagi, and Mamoru all had. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like in the 90s. That's the, right. Yeah, in the <gasps> 90s. Yeah. Cause like it was like like Usagi it, and Uranus, and it was Mich- or, or Neptune or Michiru and and Mamoru. And Mamoru, yeah. Dude, I completely forgot about that. Just because that's not in the manga either. Yeah, it's not in the manga. <laughs> <laughs> they created this no, like no. really weird love square thing going on for no yeah. reason yeah because they they paired the two brainy characters mamoru and michiru mm-hmm. they both like classical music and they're smart and all that stuff so they were trying to give them a romantic mm-hmm. i don't even know what they were trying to do to be honest yeah i didn't like i can i think i can understand just... like usagi and uranus because i mean they do have some like flirtatious um interactions even in the manga and in crystal i mean i mean literally uranus i mean they kiss, kiss. Yeah. yeah i was about to say they kiss so but like michiru and mamoru <laughs> i don't know i was like that's that's very strange the other person that Ma- that mamoru had that was like flirting with him a lot um ray <laughs> like mars yeah i mean like the two most changed characters in the whole thing like Mars had like Ray had a huge thing for Mamadou. You remember yes. how boy crazy she was? Oh yeah. Oh my they god. They made her co- completely boy crazy in the nineties. Like it's it's insane seeing how. I mean, both of them were just portrayed so differently from what Naoko like wrote in the manga. I'm gonna be real. I feel like that was a huge uh, insult to Ray and her character. In the manga. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I always, at least to me, I always read Rey as Ace, like being Ace, because she's never been interested in really anyone, right? Like, she's mm-hmm. shown no interest in, in people in general, right? Like, she yeah. loves Usagi, but I I know a lot of people like to ship them, especially in, from the 90s anime. First of all, mm-hmm. if you hate Mamoru and you ship her with Rey, you're also a hypocrite. <laughs> like Ray was so mean to Usagi. Yes. So Another I don't want to hear it. I don't want. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But, but like Ray to me is I I I had canon as Ace, right? And so her being boy crazy was insane. And then the fact that like Usagi and Ray fought over Mamoru constantly, and then like in mm-hmm. later seasons they just kind of like forget that ever happened. Oh yeah, it's like that. Yeah, that like that never happened at all. Like it just <laughs> like, never, never happened. Like Ray never dated Mamoru to begin with, but it, it just. <laughs> I still remember the scene though when Mamoru was over at Ray's and he was using the bat, and Ray walks in on him and we see his little bare ass. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. I'm just like I was like oh. 
a man got a butt. Look at that. Look at that. It looks <laughs> looks just like a Ken doll butt. Honestly, the the more we talk about the nineties anime, it just seems like a fever dream. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. It doesn't seem real. It wasn't real. No. It, it was never real to begin with. Like there was just so many random moments they created for like I don't know. I mean, there was also like that whole um, the amusement park date. Yeah, he was on a date with Ray, but then like just <laughs> did he like ditch her or something? Yeah, I just I I don't understand. Like I just don't understand. It was weird because like they wanted to like add a weird love triangle for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. And like. The only reason that we have, like, the Seiya, Usagi, and Mamadou love triangle, like, in the manga, is just because Mamadou literally dies. <laughs> That's the only reason. And it creates something that, like, there. But, like, but in general, there's never been a, a love triangle between, like, with Mamadou and Usagi in the manga and Crystal. Like, no. actually. Like, them is actually being together. There's no love triangle at all. Um, also, they, they tried. They tried to make a few love triangles. There was also, I mean, Usagi kind of has a crush on Motoki, the arcade guy. That's true. But they try to they try to push it a little bit. Oh my god! Oh my god! What <laughs> Motoki's sister? <gasps> yeah! Oh my she god! Was completely made up, and she went out with Tuxedo. I mean, with Mamoru Chiba too. Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. Oh my god. I just <laughs> and that Mo- Motoki was like friends with with uh with um he was friends with Mamadou, Mamadou which it was like I don't yeah. think they were friends in the manga. No, I don't think they knew each other. I think they just I don't know I don't okay. remember seeing any interactions, but yeah, Motoki's sister went out with. <laughs> I still remember her riding on the back of his motorcycle. I can't believe it. Oh my god, that's so random. That was it was really <laughs> weird. It was like super, super weird. Um what was okay, okay. I'm trying to remember his name, but continue talking. Let me see if I can look this up before I bring it up. Wait, <laughs> whose name? Another no, character? No, no, another character, but let me look this up. Let me look this up real quick, okay? Okay. Okay. Oh my god. You take, you take the floor. Yeah, that was the whole that was the whole arc when <laughs> this was all made up oh my god i'm like oh i feel like i'm having deja vu yeah so in the 90s anime they made a whole made-up arc of uh mamaru breaking up with usagi dumping her very harshly too like homegirl went through like depression she was crying she was a mess and then to find out that he did that on purpose <laughs> So, oh my god, it's just, they really did him so dirty for no reason at all. Oh, absolutely. Like, he was, I don't, he was never mean. He was never this way. Also, he, uh, I mean, I guess we could, (laughs) there's a whole Chibiusa thing too, but, uh. Oh, uh, 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 
Uh, that was strange. I think about that. Even, even, I mean, okay, at least in Crystal and then the manga, like, after we get past that arc, Chibiusa is no longer weird. <laughs> like, she's no, yeah, longer, she's no weird. longer weird. Yeah. Yeah. But they kept they really, it going in the, in the 90s anime for whatever reason. They, they made it really weird in the 90s. Like, it just kept going on and on, even after, too. Which was weird. <laughs> no, it was it was really strange. Like it was so incredibly strange. Um, what they oh, that was his name. Uh like that they kept they kept it going. Like they just kept it going for so long. And I'm like, can we just like stop this? Like, can we stop that's her yeah. future parents? Like, shouldn't she be happy to be with her future parents? And he was such a he was so caring in the manga and then the in Crystal. Like he's actually a good father figure for, I mean, let's take some time to like sit down and like think about what it was. It was a teenager who found out, who met his future daughter. So he honestly did not have the headspace to be a mature father-like figure, but he he was that. So yeah, yeah, they never really presented that in the nineties. Like, I no. Don't know. <laughs> well, it's it's it just makes me like it just made me so uncomfortable. Like the whole thing just makes me so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, did you find a character? I did. Do you remember? Because like it's so strange to me. Because like I'm like, why, Naoko? Why didn't you do more with this character? Because I loved him. Uh, uh, Ito Asanuma. Do you remember him? Uh, he's he's the one. He's the underclassman for for Mamoru. He's the blonde one, the one who like oh, really okay, likes yeah, yeah. like Sailor Jupiter, likes Mako. Uh yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember him. Yeah, yes, because yes, like yes, I'm yes. like, why don't we do more with him? They had such a cute dynamic. I'm, I'm sorry. Like he like he was in what the the second arc, and then he like just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye yeah because like there was that whole that whole scene where like where like uh mako like kisses him on the forehead and i thought that shit Mm -hmm. was like the cutest thing yeah that was a cute interaction i don't know i mean there's just so many things that just don't make sense yeah (laughs) especially now that we're talking about it i'm just like uh yeah, because like I I just remember I was like I was like, Oh, I ship that really hard and then he never comes back because I'm like he's like, you know, he's like shorter than Mako and I, I really enjoy like the dynamic of like the tall girl and short boy, like lovely complex. Mm-hmm. So like so like I was like, Yes, give me more of this and then we never got more of it and I was like, Okay, that's fine. No. It's fine. Okay, here's an here's another here is another ship that Mamaru I'm not like really a ship. I don't think really people ship them too much, but a weird interaction that that was in the '90s anime was the whole like Mamadou and Fisheye. You remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, first of all, I that's something I do like about the '90s anime. I like that we uh-huh. had a little bit more fleshed out villain characters, especially in the grunts. Right. Uh-huh. So, like, yeah. seeing like Fish Eye, Tiger Eye, and Hawkeye 
have like actual characters that didn't just die within like a few chapters. I re- I mm-hmm. do really like that. I really did like that. Um, but there was like Fisheye had a huge thing for Mamoru. Huge. Yes. Like was so into him. Um, to the point I think I think Usagi got jealous. Y- yeah, sh- she did. Uh huh. I'm like I'm like I'm trying to rec- like even like two hundred episodes even, talking uh, about everything. Even Chibiusa was just kind of like wait. <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on oh my god yeah the 90 series did really they try to force all these like love triangles and just romantic tension when there was none like we literally... couldn't have a story where it was just a guy and a girl and they're really sweet to each other we gotta spice it up more we gotta make it, we gotta make it spicy <laughs> i guess like i think that's what i loved about i love about usagi and mamadou is that uh, they are there for each other. They're supportive of each other. They are mm-hmm. encouraging. They're really loving. And I think we don't, we really don't see a lot of that in a lot of anime and manga. Like, yeah, we don't. We don't see like the good communication, the, the, the really like loving tenderness towards each other. And like the other thing that, like I really love about their dynamic and is that Mamoru and Usagi you know have implied you know mishmash you know in the manga mm-hmm. and going to be you <laughs> yeah. know in Crystal and all that stuff and they they have like that intimacy and like while we don't see it right like we don't see it yeah we never see any of that. We in never the manga see any of that. Crystal. Like it's handled so maturely, and this is what I like about a lot of shojo and and uh, Jose manga, is that mm-hmm. when it comes to having really intimate moments with each other, whether you actually see it or not, it's always handled in a really more mature way. It's never like, oh look at, <laughs> look at her hoo has, you know. Look at them go. Yeah. Right. It's always like it's about the love and support and that they have for each other. And mm-hmm. the other thing is that I saw someone talk about this a while ago because they were doing kind of like a Sailor Moon analysis. And they talked about how Usagi is such an important character to a lot of women because mm-hmm. of the fact that Usagi is seen as really powerful, very pure person. But in the manga, she still has intercourse and is still seen as a powerful, pure person. That her having intimate moments with Mamoru doesn't make her dirty. You know? Yes. And I Good think yeah. that's really important. I remember people were getting upset about using Usagi and Sailor Moon as a way to promote having safe intercourse right they ha- they like had mm-hmm. like the condoms sailor moon condoms <laughs> and that was a whole campaign in japan to help mm-hmm. like uh you know to help like decrease as like stds and like you know all of that stuff right and i saw people being really upset about like oh she's 14 she's a she's a she's a child she's all these things and i'm like I, i'm like do you not know what sailor moon is <laughs> Like, have you, you've clearly never actually seen Sailor Moon because 
the point of Sailor Moon is to give empowerment to girls and even grow up into women, right? And in, mm-hmm. in themselves and sexuality and and like uh, who they are, you know, that you can be somebody who is kind-hearted and a very pure person, but still like love and and still like be able to, you know, have intercourse and all that stuff and still be all of those things because we see I, I i feel like a lot of the world we see it as like dirty right it's like it's a dirty yeah. thing to do especially in the 90s yes. i mean the 90s i mean virginity and purity was just mm-hmm. especially i mean i went we talked about this in the first episode i went to a catholic school so yeah. those two things were just completely frowned upon yeah. so getting to see an example of you know a young woman mm-hmm. being in a very loving trusting romantic relationship where it's con- completely consensual both parties yes and it wasn't looked down upon no. like it's it really does change your perspective on on a, on womanhood and relationships as a young child so it was a really good um really good example for girls our age yeah. coming up mm-hmm. it, it was in i mean at the time there really wasn't anything like that no. at least not in mainstream media nope uh long story short mamadou is the bare minimum i'm sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> he it, is the bare minimum yeah no he's not the sorry he's not the bare minimum he is the he is the bar Yes, I completely agree. He's the bar, not the bare minimum. <laughs> he did set the bar pretty damn high, I would say. Yeah, he said it. He said it but, so incredibly high. But it's just like, I mean, Naoko did really create the ideal man—just someone who is kind, respectful, loving, but will also give you your space to grow up and you know be independent. But then. When you're ready to come back, he's there to welcome you with open arms. Yeah. He's just always there. So he doesn't deserve the slander. <laughs> no, he ne- he's never des- he's never deserved the slander. And can we- I just mm-hmm. I just want because okay because the reason people don't want to give Crystal a chance is because it's not the '90s anime and it's not their nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what bo- I think this is like a huge thing that bothers me about Sailor Moon fans specifically. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You guys need to take off the nostalgia glasses. You need to take them off. You need to take off those rose tinted glasses because Sailor Moon, the original 90s anime, is not very good in a lot of ways. And Mm-mm. and it had so much like a lot of what you loved about it is that you loved it being basically a slice of life with a monster of the day theme. Right. With, yes. With like superhero girls. Right. But that's not what Sailor Moon is and has never been. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny because like uh, I'm going to bring this. I'm going to bring this up because I showed Lauda the other day this comment that I saw. And I will. Oh, I can't. I can't. I don't want to pull it up because you guys will see the usernames. I'll just read it out loud um, because you guys are going to you're listening anyway. So it doesn't really matter. So somebody had commented. This is like their first comment. It's the reply to this comment that really gets my blood boiling. Is 
People out here forgetting that the English dub is the reason Takeuchi revoked U.S. distribution rights for years. Not the same, not the voice actor's faults, though. And then somebody had the audacity to respond with, if J.K. Rowling has taught us anything, creators of franchises can be wrong sometimes. I, mm -hmm. I, can't, I, can't, I can't with this comment. I can't with this comment. I just can't. This is the most absurd comment I've ever heard because they did not just compare Naoko no, Takeuchi to J.K. Rowling. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! I that that well that made me so mad because you're telling me because this is ugh, because like you as a fan. You either like it or you don't because the the version that you know, the 90s anime, is mm -hmm. made by a man. Yeah. It's made by him. So you're telling me the thing that's made by a man and clearly made by a man because there are so many things throughout it that I'm like, yeah, that was made by a man. That was made by a man. Oh, yeah. Right? Is Absolutely. Better, it's so obvious. Is better than what Naoko Takeuchi, a woman, it's better. It's better than what she did. I, I, no. I'm like that. I know, I know that comment's talking about the English dub, which also is just asinine because the English dub, oh, w yeah. which we'll get into like a subject another day because I have so many thoughts about the English dub. Um, I'm just going to say right, right here, uh, the English dub is bad. It's really bad from a technical standpoint. It's horrid. It's so bad. Mm -hmm. That's for another And we're day. talking about the the dick dub. The deep dub. The yeah, not not yeah. the viz dub. Actually the viz I I enjoy the viz dub. I like the viz dub too. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the viz dub too. I But but people people are so stuck in the nostalgia so hard that they don't even want to give Crystal a chance. Like I know season 1 and 2 are rough because pacing is a little weird and mm -hmm. the art style and animation sucks, right? Because that's Toei. Toei just did not give a flying about what was happening about about Sailor Moon. You like my little sound effect there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, when did we get that? <laughs> Sorry, it's part of it's part of my it's part of my audio setup. But they didn't they didn't care. They they like wait, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Toei doesn't care. Oh, Toei doesn't Toei, care. Yeah, Toei doesn't care. Yeah, because they know mm -hmm. Sailor Moon makes them money, kind of. Like, yes, it does. Like, because like, how would it not make them money? Because there's merch coming out for Sailor Moon all the time, and it's been 30 mm -hmm. years. So you cannot tell me it doesn't make enough money. They just didn't care, right? And that's the thing: yeah. is there's so much sexism and misogyny within anime that like they don't even want to give Sailor Moon a fair shot. Right now, now Sailor Moon, like season three and the movies uh, are fantastic, right? But mm -hmm. that first two seasons really set a precedent for a lot of people to just not give the manga or Crystal a chance. Yes, agreed. And they don't like totally how fast paced it is. And I'm, I'm going to be real. Any first season of anything is going to not be the best of any of like the rest of the seasons. Um, unless uh -huh. we're talking you, you know, like from netflix like the show you then that's a little different but like most yes. of the time most of the time <laughs> like because it's set up because the first season of sailor moon is the first arc is all set up right introducing us uh -huh. to our characters yeah. introducing us to villains introducing us to how the powers work 
right? The backstory of like Usagi and Mamoru. And and no one wants to give it a shot. Like nobody wants to give it a shot because they didn't like the animation. And look, I under like I think Sailor Moon Crystal season one and two, the the art style, which by the way, there's a difference between the art style and the animation, by the way. Uh the mm-hmm. art style I really didn't have that much of a problem with. It was the animation I did because there were there were some really yeah. funky shots and I don't understand. <laughs> they literally pushed that anime back for like I think four years, and there was a lot of difficulties with Crystal. Yes, there was a lot of difficulties mm-hmm. with Crystal, but people don't want to give it a shot. They don't even want to give the manga a shot because I'm like, if you want something that's like you like, they just want like a slice of life of like girls being girls and all that stuff, right? And there's not really a lot of time for slice of life in the manga. Um, it is yeah. very like, it's the villain. We got to go. Like, this is the fight we're doing. Right. Like, it's very much that. And like, did Crystal, like season one, things get changed? Yeah. The the Shiteno, mm-hmm. they changed the Shiteno, some, some, some Shiteno stuff. Um, they also changed. I also didn't like that they changed that Usagi was the one who went to go stab Beryl instead of it being Venus. Because uh, it should have been Venus yeah. who took the sword and stabbed her. Uh, <laughs> because, like, that's the thing. is like, they also, in the 90s anime, made Sailor Moon the leader. She's not the leader. Venus is no. the leader. Because the girls yep. are supposed to protect Usagi. The, the, the princess, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't really, like, they changed that. Um we're getting off topic because we're talking about Mamadou. <laughs> we're supposed to be yeah. talking about Mamadou. <laughs> ah, it's okay. That's it. I mean, we can continue. We can do this on another yeah. episode because there's just, as we alluded in the beginning of the episode, the '90 series. As much as I still enjoy it, like I, I love rewatching it. Um, it changed so much of the of the original source to the point that they're just two completely different Sailor Moons. Yes. Like Crystal and the manga can be one. I mean, Crystal is very, very close to the manga. So they yeah. can be like one Sailor Moon story. But the 90s is a completely different Sailor Moon story. It is. It, it, is. it has. It's almost like um, they took inspiration from Naoko and then just did their drove, own thing. Yeah, they drove off a cliff. Like, <laughs> I. I like I love Tuxedo Mask and I will literally fight for him till the day I die because he is like literally the the best. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I bought a freaking $400 statue of him. I adore Tuxedo Mask. Well, not to mention you made a TikTok where you were doing oh, like yes. you were you were doing like it's the head thing where like, you know, it's just like this character or this character. And Laura uh, got tuxedo mask, and of course it's gonna be tuxedo mask, tuxedo mask, tuxedo mask. But then you passed Zoro. I and passed then, Zoro. Mm-hmm. For tuxedo and people mask, people went wild in the comments. Like it's still one of my most viral videos because people got so heated that I passed <laughs> Zoro from One Piece. I literally mentioned it in the video. I'm like, well, it's gonna be tuxedo mask over everyone. Like there's no competition. <laughs> Well, here's, so here's the thing. Think. Okay, my hot take. I don't think Zoro's that hot. I I'm don't sorry. think so either. I'm sorry. I think I'm... he's the best looking of the characters, like of the male characters in his own respective series. But I'm a uh-huh. real. Zoro would not even give 
he would not look in your direction. All right. Tuxedo mask <laughs> would like would treat you like a queen. He would do oh, all, yeah. everything for you. And Zoro would be like, would be like, carry my swords. Not maybe not. <laughs> he might even he might even not even have you carry his swords because those his swords are more important to him than you. Yep. <laughs> which, which isn't that how you found me? I think so. Actually, I think that's the first video I ever saw of yours. And then I started getting your videos up on my for you page all the time. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to follow. I'm going to follow this person because I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I think they're cool and I like their takes. So I'm going to follow. Part it is with a lot of shoujo creators because I'm just like, because like, here's the thing. I know my own content is not very like is, is very different than what we're even doing here. Right. But that's why mm -hmm. I created this is because I wanted this space and I wanted to do this. Right. But, like, you girls like shoujo. Like, I'm a big shoujo fan, and I don't really like shonen very much. Like, I just, like, some shonen I like. Like, I like mm -hmm. Demon Slayer and Haikyuu and Magi and... Yes. But, like, I don't know. The men are just... I like the men from shoujo so much more. I'm sorry. And that can be a conversation for another episode because oh. there's just so many good examples of men in shoujo. Oh, my God. There's bad... There's bad examples too, yes. but like '90s. There's a lot of anime Mamoru. Yes. Yes. No, 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 not him, not him. <laughs> or um, sorry, excuse me, Darian. Oh yeah, Darian. Darian. <laughs> Darian. I don't. Uh, I don't really like the name Darian because of that. <laughs> I don't. I feel like Darian is such a pompous name. I mean, they did make him a very pompous character. It's so. true. It's, it's pro I'm probably influenced by the fact that his name is Dar like Darian, and so <laughs> Darian. I don't. Therefore, I don't like the name Darian now because it just it just <laughs> screams of I'm a pompous rich kid. He was exactly that a pompous rich kid. He was a pompous, pompous <gasps> rich a kid. He also had a convertible too. That's right, because he could drive. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, right. manga ninety or manga and Crystal Mamadou takes the bus. Yes, he takes the public transportation. Okay. Yes. Also, not his convertible. Also, he was very, he was very cute in his little uniform. I thought he was very cute when I was younger. I was like, oh, he's so cute in the uniform he wears. Yeah, I mean, he's such an adorable like teenage boy in the nineties, and not yes. the nineties in the manga and Crystal. Yes. He had his little glasses. Like he was And then so he grows precious. up to be a very attractive man. Yes. Yeah, I which mean, I mean, no, to be no. fair, he doesn't look that much different. <laughs> no, appearance wise they look similar. Appearance wise. But yeah. Naoko's illustrations of him, they're just so beautiful. <laughs> yes, they're so beautiful. Well, and I mean, I know this is an episode for another time too. Um, just talking mm -hmm. about like because like I understand, okay, Mamadou originally in in the manga well okay i guess like by the end of the manga he is definitely uh over the age of 18 so yes uh -huh. <laughs> thankfully he he grows up and he matures because like i know there there could be people because like i feel like i feel like other shoujo girlies who like grew up watching anime definitely can like relate to it of like being like because like i know if we if we just went Oh yeah, I really like Mamadou. He's like a husbando, and then people will be like, "But isn't he like 16? Or like, well, he first of all he matures. Second of all, um, this is somebody we grew up with, right? Like, this is someone we mm -hmm. liked since we were children, 
right? Like literal mm-hmm. children, not like we were adults. We were children, right? And so our perception of him is going to be, and I think it's really interesting because I feel like a lot of people's perception of characters, because they're fictional and they're not real, and a lot of times they're not really written like children. I'm like, last time I checked, um, 14-year-olds, 15, 16-year-olds don't go around saving the world. <laughs> like, they don't <laughs> they don't take on big, bad villains. They I Look, I just went to an amusement park, and the teenagers working at the amusement park could barely handle someone throwing up on a ride like <laughs> like they can't they, they wouldn't be able to handle saving the world half the time right yep. <laughs> um literally looked at me and they went they were like and they didn't know what to do i could tell they just did not know what to do like but like mamaru embodies it because it, it's about it's less about how old the character is and it's more about like mm-hmm. what he, he embodies as a like as a yes. character as his personality and everything that is why we like him right the the mm-hmm. sweetness how he's sweet he is to usagi how like caring and how like of a good partner he is and like we like those characteristics not the fact that he's like how old he is because again yeah in anime and and manga like when you read shoujo or even shonen those characters don't get older with you half the time like mm-hmm. it's very yeah. rare we see time skips. You know? Yes. So uh yeah. Yeah, so I feel like when you do hear like older creators like us talking about or romanticizing a character that, you know, is stuck being their age. Yep. It's not the age, it's just the characteristics, the personalities. I mean, those all of Mamoru's traits are things that you should be looking for in a mm. partner. Mm. <laughs> I don't think anyone's like looking for Darian in a partner. Hey, me bullhead. <laughs> hey, me bullhead. Like, my name's Darian. No. Look at my cool looking purple pants. Actually, they're kind of <laughs> funky looking. Yeah, I haven't washed them for a while. They turned purple because uh, of all the mold that's been on there because I don't wash my <laughs> pants. The purple and green blazer i mean oh, it's iconic but it is iconic <laughs> okay but turtlenecks come on like uh, turtlenecks are good though yeah they, they are they are take off the turtle i'll take off the jacket right i be and you know he's stylish he's styling but um yeah i think uh i think we've got all we needed to say do you have any last thoughts um justice for tuxedo mask he justice. does not deserve any of the slander give me give me love or give me what it's just a lot of misinformation yeah that's what it is i think that's the thing that will always bother me is misinformation it always does every time because i don't know why anyone doesn't just google we always make the joke about like google is free but literally google is free like you can look things up yeah because like the biggest thing is just like oh he's a pedo but like literally you can go on google and google tuxedo mask age and you'll <laughs> you'll get your answer he's 16 he's 16 and you'll see in the manga because here's the thing whether you like crystal or not the manga is canon like is the is the true version of sailor moon mm-hmm. so to to say things like especially when when things are adapted poorly right 
mm-hmm. things are adapted poorly because like if it was more one to one it would be different but it's not sailor moon was not adapted one to one so no. so if you want the true raw canon version of sailor moon read the manga yes read read it because that is the true mamaru the true ray the true story like how usagi is how like the the lore of it i mean let's not forget like in the fifth arc where the sailor starlights literally transform from men to women when they were just women the whole mm-hmm. time right and and the fact that mamaru is more than just a guy in a tuxedo he has actual powers and that he is essentially he he's the equivalent to Sailor Moon. Like, let's yeah. be real, because like the Shiteno are his senshi. Mm-hmm. And I think people also forget that is that that Mamaru and Usagi are are partners for life, but they're mm-hmm. also they are also equals to each other. Yes. And yes, absolutely. And yes, the story is about Usagi, and Usagi's usually the one taking forefront, right? Uh, of of situations. Yeah, he's not, he's really like the heart of the series. Mm-hmm. Like Sailor Moon is obviously Usagi's story, but there wouldn't be take out Tuxedo Mask, and you don't have the series. You don't have the series. No, you would. No. You would have like the because you could take out any other character, right? You could have no Sailor. Yeah. Pluto you could have like things would be written differently right but you could have like all of the senshi if they mm-hmm. one of them didn't exist you I mean yeah you wouldn't you would just kind of it would just affect maybe that one part of the story right yes but other than that like for the most part like without Mamadou there is no Sailor Moon the same way as if there's no Sailor Moon there's no Sailor Moon mm-hmm. Mamadou is so incredibly important and i'm really tired of the misinformation about him because like i don't like 90s mamadou i don't like him i like mamadou from manga and the and crystal and that's how it should Mm -hmm. and that's how he should be and that's how everyone should view him disregard the 90s anime just disregard it because that's not that's not the true him nope (laughs) I think with that, I think we got everything. I I, I do too. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but thank you everyone for uh, listening to episode two of Shoujo's Bizarre Adventure. We will have, uh, we will be back next week for oh, episode three. Next week will oh, be. No. Just kidding. We're taking a little break next week. That's right. That's because right. I'm going to San Diego Comic Con. Yes, we're so going. So we'll be back. We'll the be back following Sunday. The following Sunday, which is the let me look the thirtieth. We'll be back the thirtieth for episode three of Shoujo's Bizarre Adventure. So yeah. Yes. All right, everyone. Uh thank you for listening in and we will see you in two weeks. All right. Bye. Looking forward to talking about San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Next time. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Bye.